0: So I mistakenly went on Facebook today. Just about everybody's name should be changed to Karen. Fuck everybody. You're in the doghouse. What's up, everybody? It's your boy, D-Roy. Find me on Twitter at RoyDog underscore 13. You are in the doghouse, and we are talking running backs today. Was hoping to have this episode out yesterday. Unfortunately, your boy had to work a 14-hour day and immediately get ready for his workday today. <coughs> Pardon me. I have a slight cough. It's my usual smoker's cough. I do not have COVID. It's a COVID-free podcast. Don't worry. You don't have to get the fucking stick jabbed up your fucking nose into your brain just for listening to it. Contrary to popular beliefs, I am drinking. Yes, I might be having a Chardonnay or two. What of it? But we are talking running backs today. I will have another podcast out after this one. Uh, dealing with the wide receivers. And then we will have tight ends again uh, on Friday, like as planned. Uh, getting through these uh, graphs for the big project. Should have that out this weekend. And I should have a video explaining what we're looking at for those charts. But we are talking running backs here. Kind of go into it. Uh, How do you want to do it? You want to go through first five, you know, five at a time, ten? Let's go five at a time. Let's start at the number one spot. That is Christian McCaffrey, followed by Saquon Barkley, Zeke Elliott, Alvin Kamara, and one Derrick Henry. Don't see anything too bad with the rankings currently. Usually we don't see anything, you know, out of the ordinary in the top five. Uh, I think you can switch McCaffrey and Barkley one, two, somewhere in there. I don't mind Zeke at three. Um, although if we have a injury-free Kamara, I still kind of like him at three. Um, Derrick Henry spots a bit high uh, based on what you know he, what his stats were last year. But um, if you wanted to draft him at five, even four, I'm not going to fault you for it. Um, Definitely needs to go within probably the first 10 picks, in my opinion. And it's only my opinion. But uh, let's take a look at the next five here. And we are starting with Dalvin Cook, Joe Mixon, Josh Jacobs, Nick Chubb, and Aaron Jones. Uh, Dalvin Cook, I'm fine with. Joe Mixon, I'm fine with. Those guys are going to be the workhorses now. We do have to... um, kind of pay attention to Mixon's uh, situation, but if you're drafting now in best ball, uh, I'm not going to worry about it too much there. Um, if it delves late into the preseason like we saw with Zeke Elliott, it might pull me away once we get to our regular drafts uh, towards the end of August, but for right now, um, 7 is fine with me. I don't even mind him at 6 or 5. But um, But I still think you would take McCaffrey through Kamara before him. Uh, Josh Jacobs for Las Vegas. Yes, we got to get used to saying Las Vegas and not Oakland. I got to change a lot of shit because of this Las Vegas thing. Uh, But that's all well and good. Josh Jacobs is going to be the workhorse now. I know they did uh, bring in a rookie. Uh, God, his name is escaping me for right now. Uh, do I even bother trying to find it? Uh, there's Jalen Richard. Not too worried about him unless we're worried about them playing from behind, but I still like Josh Jacobs. Uh, no, I don't have, I don't have the guy. I think he's in the wide receivers. Um, like I said, name's escaping me. I know who I'm talking about, but, uh, Nick Chubb at nine might be a little bit high. Uh, we're going to get a full season of Kareem Hunt. I do. I love Nick Chubb to death, um, and he definitely deserves to be well within that top ten, if not within the top six. Um, but we do have to worry about Kareem Hunt. Uh, that may change. Uh, Stefanski still, you know, they went mostly with a workhorse running back the last couple of years. But there was the point when we had, like, uh, uh, McKinnon... And, oh, God, let me think here. Back when McKinnon was with the team uh, before he jettisoned to San Francisco and then um, uh, Kamara's uh, back up. Why am I having such brain farts? Latavius Murray. Um, back when those guys were there, Latavius Murray was there when Dalvin Cook his rookie year. Um, and then it had taken over. That might have actually been a McKinnon year. God I should remember that but um still a little bit worried that there may be splitting carries now if we take a look you know come preseason time and it's mostly handoffs to Nick Chubb and then you have Kareem hunt in the passing game uh, half point PPR standard leagues I think I think Chubb is fine um, but full point PPR maybe back off a little bit on there uh, I have my feelings about Aaron Jones. I think that split is going to be a little bit more towards the 50-50, if not 60-40, in favor of Jones. Based on, if you're looking at snap shares and with the pass catching, uh, you're going to have Aaron Jones on the field a little bit more uh, than our guy. Um, God, why am I brain farting the fucking rookie? I love him. Oh, my God. Not Jamal Williams. A.J. Dillon. Um, That's going to be a split in there. I just can't figure out the split quite yet. Um, Jamal Williams is still there. We're going to have to see what's happening there because Josiah Deguera is expected to be the fullback, which I really don't like. I would have expected Jamal Williams to actually get moved to fullback Uh, just for his pass-catching ability, and then uh, Deguera and uh, Jay Sternberger kind of trading off at the tight end spot. But it is what it is. We'll see what happens, especially when we get the uh, new rankings this next week. I kind of want to see how it changes. Like I said, I'm going to kind of probably get off of Fantasy Pros unless they've fixed uh, what their issue is. I should actually contact them, but they'll probably just tell me to fuck off anyways. But it is what it is. It's kind of what I think the Scott Fishbowl is going to do to me this year. Tell me to go fuck myself. I'm not in it again this year. But that is another. That's another topic for another day. 11 through 15, we got Miles Sanders, Austin Eckler, Kenya Drake, Leonard Fournette, and Chris Carson. Uh, Miles Sanders is the 11th. <clears throat> now they didn't really get a a true backup. They were talking to Carlos Hyde he's now in Seattle so that's one running back off the board um, uh, Devonta Freeman is asking for too much money uh, doesn't want to ex- pre- pretty much doesn't want to accept the backup roles when he sit out a year if he sits out the year he is done uh, I think miles Sanders is pretty safe he has upside pass catching ability now we do have to worry about um, a couple of the other guys on the team and we'll get to them when we get down further down the list, but um, I think Sanders is pretty safe at the 11. Uh, i kind of like to get him, you know, a little bit more down at 15. Um, but if you're telling me Miles Sanders, end of the second round right now, where he's at 22, I- I'm okay with it. I'll take him there. Uh, same goes with Austin Eckler. I'll take him at the back end of the second, uh, start of the third. That's kind of right where. Um, Aaron Jones was going last year, uh, Eckler should be the full-time, uh, guy there, uh, he will split some carries, uh, but he's definitely going to be the pass-catching guy now, uh, you have Tyrod there instead of, um, uh, Phillip Rivers, so, uh, some of those catches might actually, should actually drop, I don't know how considerably right now, um, but I would expect them to drop, so, but if you're, like I said, if you're telling me end of the second round, start of the third, I'm okay with him there. You have Kenyon Drake at 13. He is uh, 32nd overall. Same kind of idea here. It uh, does have the upside. We do, I have historically been a Kenyon Drake guy. Uh, I think he's fine in Arizona. I think he benefits uh, a little bit more with uh, DeAndre Hopkins being there. It's going to back that defense away uh, a little bit as they're concerned about Kyler Murray's running ability. You know, and then you get another, you get a, you get a stud target like Hopkins in there too. And uh, that should open uh, not only running lanes for Ken Andrick, but uh, the passing lanes as well out in the flats. Leonard Fournette at 14. Um. If you're telling me I could get Leonard Fournette in the middle of the third round like as in last year, I'd be okay with it. Um, probably would like him a little bit lower, maybe the back end three, four, but it's pro- it's not going to happen. Running backs are going to go awfully quick this year. Uh, it's a lot of teams you know, that I've kind of pointed out that a lot of teams are kind of getting a little bit more into uh, that running mode. Uh, just based on what we've seen in the draft, how they're kind of stacking up running backs in their backfields, um, I think we're going to see a little bit of a switch. Um, based, based on just kind of trying to get ahead of the curve, trying to get ahead of the other teams, you know, switch it up a bit. But I think quite possibly with the COVID nineteen, the whole COVID nineteen thing. Um, maybe not be not knowing if they were gonna have full training camps or whatnot. The easiest thing to get down is your running game versus your passing game. So uh, the concepts are a lot easier, a lot you know steadier for your offensive line, all players involved. So you know that might play a little bit into it. Now Chris Carson at fifteen still kind of low. They're saying about about pick 30, so middle of the third round, it's fine. Not going to catch a lot of passes, but we trust in Seattle running backs. Now, Seattle running backs tend to have, a, have an injury history. It's fine. I, I'm still back on Chris Carson. Um, I would pick up Carlos Hyde, who should be the primary backup definitely want to handcuff just for based on that. Uh, he's had the fumbling issues as well. Uh, Carlos Hyde a little, uh, uh, little bit more sure-handed um, and could pick up the slack if they decide to move on from Chris Carson. It is, this should be his contract year if I'm not mistaken, so uh, definitely pay attention to that. Melvin Gordon. Uh, actually, we should go Melvin Gordon from 16 to 20. Is Melvin Gordon, Clyde Edwards-Alaire, Devin Singletary, Le- Le'Veon Bell, and Mark Ingram. Uh, Melvin Gordon at 16 is fine. Uh, still third rounder. Uh, Clyde Edwards-Alaire is your 17. He's at 49. I don't hate it um, if you tell me fourth round. If he starts bumping up into the third And especially if he starts bumping up in the second based on, you know, what you've been hearing on Sirius XM, any other podcast that you listen to. There's a lot of hype on that kid, and that's going to draw it up the more and more we get uh, through the best ball part of the year. Uh, So just be careful with that. I'm not going to pay right now. Mm. Let's look ahead. Let's look ahead to August. Because we looked at Kareem Hunt, right? When Kareem Hunt's rookie year, they said he can overtake Spencer Ware. And I was asked how high I would draft Kareem Hunt. And this was when Spencer Ware was still around. And I said I would draft him in the 5th. So Clyde Edwards-Alaire, granted, you get to your drafts, we're going to know a little bit more, but if he starts peaking up and starts picking up steam, where would I be comfortable at the high end? Probably the back end of round two, start of round three. probably where I'd be comfortable with but that's that's if we're seeing um what we'd like that they're going to go back to more of a workhorse back Damian Williams isn't really uh, much of a factor anymore they spent the first round pick on Alaire so you'd expect that they want to get him heavily involved right I like Clyde Edwards Alaire Edwards- we liked him Back end of the second, front of the third, but not until draft season. Not till actual draft season when you're doing your home leagues. Um, if you're doing NFFC, I think you have to grab him. You're going to have to grab him. No, and that's we're talking early uh, for the championship uh, type tournaments. Uh, WFFC as well. Um, for right now, if I can get him in the mid-third, I'd probably grab him mid-third, but you're probably going to have to get him in that end of the second, beginning of the third. I'm fine with it. There's a little bit of risk involved with it, but I think you're getting that with a lot of the running backs this year anyways. So I would take my shot with him um, taking over that backfield. Devin Singletary, on the other hand, I'm not as high on as what a lot of the drafters are doing. Uh, 18th it's an RB2 Uh, you have a lot of factors with not only Josh Allen um, but with the rookie pardon me Um, why can't I think of his name I don't have I don't have the uh, the sheets up right now so just bear with me I apologize Um, God damn it God, want to get away. Zach Moss, there he is. Um with Zach Moss. I think Zach Moss uh, is gonna take a lot of the touchdown upside away. Uh as well as we know that Josh Allen takes a lot of that touchdown upside when he takes it himself. So um uh, be very, very careful. Devin Singletary uh right now overall forty three. Uh so we willing to go fourth round on him. Um that's about mid fourth round. Uh, I'd probably I'd take him in the fifth. I don't know if I'm going to take him in the fourth, to be honest. Um, just based on the fact here you got Levy, you have Levy on Bell, not great, but he's looking at an overall thirty-seven. So you're looking at the start of the fourth round, and he's still a bit safer. I I know old man just signed. With them, but Le'Veon Bell is going to be a little bit safer, I think, than Devin Singletary. Plus, you're going to get a lot of the PPR in there. Um, And then, especially, you know, Mark Ingram at 53 is ludicrous. So, you're telling me Mark Ingram in the fifth? I'll take Mark Ingram in the fourth. Why the fuck wouldn't I take Mark Ingram in the fourth? I mean, you can always handcuff him, you can always get Dobbins if you wanted to. I don't think there's an issue there. I mean, if 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 we talk about a truncated um training camp, maybe Gus Edwards. But more than likely you'd probably take the higher upside guy in JK Dobbins. Although Gus Edwards is very good. Gus Edwards is probably pissed about that pick. So but yeah, Mark Ingram, I'm definitely okay with him in the fourth. Now Todd Gurley is not Uh, We got to get in here. 21 through 25. Todd Gurley. Todd Gurley, James Conner, David Johnson, David Montgomery, Johnson Taylor. You telling me right in here? Look at this. Todd Gurley at 64. This is why I got to fucking change this up, right? 64? No. Todd Gurley be a third rounder. Uh, Same as with James Conner. These ADPs are real fucking low. Um, you're looking at third rounders there. David Johnson might slip into the fourth. Um, uh, probably don't hate him in the fourth. I'd rather have him in the fifth. David Montgomery, same, same kind of idea. Um, you probably get him in the fifth rounder, except for maybe in our draft, but I don't know how much the Bears fans are going to actually come off of David Montgomery in that spot. So, uh, but Jonathan Taylor, Jonathan Taylor's is going to be a second round. Uh, it's going to be a third rounder. Um, if him and Mac are definitely splitting during the preseason, um, I will. I I can take Taylor. Um, as it's kind of like uh, Edwards' alaire end of the second, uh, early third. I think Jonathan Taylor at some point takes that job, but. As far as drafting that high, I'd probably leave it for best ball. I probably will not do it in my regular draft, although I'm sure somebody in my draft will take him in the second round because it's Jonathan Taylor and we are Wisconsin. All right, next we got Raheem Mostert, Carry On Johnson, Kareem Hunt, Marlon Mack, and Darius Geis. Raheem Mostert is probably our last. No, he's not quite the last of. Guys that I'm pretty sure are going to start. Now, you're looking at a 78 overall ADP. Um, I'm thinking Mostert's probably going to be a fifth. Uh, just for the confusion, it's going to kind of be like uh, Tevin Coleman, where you're going to be able to kind of sit. You'd be in about the fifth, sixth round, somewhere in there. Uh, we've seen Mostert's upside, and they did get rid of Matt Breida, so... Uh, fifth, six round pick. If I could get him in the sixth, definitely I'm. I'd take him. I'd take him over another wide receiver. So I don't hate it there. Carry on Johnson at sixty eight overall. Uh, I'm just gonna stay away from it. I'm gonna stay away from him and Swift. So uh, all together, I think just for the fact that the Lions really have to prove that they're gonna uh, get this shit done. Um. We've seen it in the past where it just looked really, really good. You know, they had a decent offensive line. They drafted a nice running back, and then the whole thing fucking flopped. So I'm going to go with history. I know it's not, you know, the same coaching staff as a lot of the prior years, but um, just kind of fuck Detroit right now. Kareem Hunt, uh, 28, 73 overall. Eh, That's not too bad. Um definitely if you're the Nick Chubb owner, I think you do Kareem Hunt. Um just in case of injury. The problem is I think somebody's gonna probably jump on Kareem Hunt just for his upside in the passing game. But we're kind of in wait and see mode there. Now Marlon Mack's kind of the same boat uh with Jonathan Taylor. Uh if I drafted Jonathan Taylor, I would look for Mac. Uh, 79 overall. That's pretty fair. 68 was what he had the week before. So 78, 68, 79. So you're looking at 7 8 round. That's um, about right. I could grab him in the seventh just fine. Darius Geis. I'm sorry. I love Darius Geis, but I'm probably going to pass on him. I don't really want to get too involved in that backfield, except for maybe taking a shot on Antonio Gibson. And it's going to really be kind of interesting to see what Antonio Gibson is once we get into the regular draft season with Yahoo, CBS, ESPN. He's going to be all over the map as either a wide receiver or a running back. Um, as far as Gibson is concer- as as concerned, we might as well talk about it since we have guys here. Um <coughs> if you're if they list antonio gibson as a wide receiver uh he's going to go super late and he's going to be somebody that might get carries um i might actually take him as like say a fourth receiver uh something like that um i'm sure at some point they probably change it but <clears throat> who knows they didn't really do anything with sims and sims was actually running the ball versus Uh, any type of pass receiving, so if they run Gibson in that same type of role, I think Gibson has a lot more upside with it, Uh, and we'll see what he can do there. 31 through 35. Oh, what do we have here at 31? Oh, one Sony Michelle, uh, Damian Williams, DeAndre Swift, uh, Phil Lindsay, and Cam Akers. So out Of all here, you've only got really one starter. Uh, with Sonny Michelle, he's looking at about 84 overall. It's a running back three. I'd be fine with it. I think they're gonna run the ball a lot more. Uh, because I doubt they're gonna let Stidham or um, oh god damn it, stupid dipshit. <sighs> Why can't I think of his name? And he's not on my list. You guys know what I'm talking about. Brian Hoyer. Um, I don't think they're going to be doing too much pa- passing. Uh, good defense. They're going to probably just ground ground and pound for the most part. Um, try to keep the ball out of the opposing uh, offense's hands, which makes sense with a quarterback that's, you know, basically a rookie. So Sony Michelle, real late like that, I think is a good catch. Um, I'm not going to worry about James White too much. I think James White really isn't going to factor in too much. Uh, Damian Williams, definitely handcuffed with Hilaire just because. Uh, DeAndre Swift, handcuffed again, Uh, especially if you do carry on Johnson. You might as well go back-to-back fucking picks with it, honestly. If you're going to do carry on Johnson, if you let him drop, let's say he's in the seventh round, I'm probably picking up Swift in the eighth. I'm just going to be honest with you. You might as well handcuff that situation. Lindsey, I would definitely can't handcuff with Melvin Gordon because if Melvin Gordon goes down, Lindsey's going to be the man again. Uh, Cam Akers, this is going to be the little sneaky one, right? He's at 99 right now. He was at 76. I'm really high on Cam Akers. I think Cam Akers wins the job. He's played behind shittier offensive lines at Florida State. So, Cam Akers, I'm willing to wait for. But I think if I'm going to pull the trigger on Cam Akers, if I'm going to take that shot, instead of doing, like, say, Carry on Johnson, for instance, I'm probably going to try and get Cam Akers probably in the six. I think it's fair. I'm not worried about the Daryl uh, Henderson thing from last year. Fuck it. Let's go all in on this. Let's do it two years in a row. Um, stupid cat. Stop. Rubbing up on the mic. But, uh, yeah, Cam Akers, I-, I can see it as a six-round pick uh, very easily, especially if you are going, you know, you kind of get two running backs In the top, and then you kind of go a lot of wide receivers, you know, go a few wide receivers, tight end quarterback maybe. um, If you're reaching up there, Uh, Cam Akers is in the six. Definitely, definitely I could see uh, getting Cam Akers. you probably steal them away from a lot of your your buddies. So 36 through 40, we have James White, Ronald Jones, Matt Breida, (laughs) one Daryl Henderson, uh, Tevin Coleman, and Jordan Howard. Uh, James White, nope, not touching him at all. No way. Ronald Jones, I actually think we can touch. If you're telling me 98, so you're talking, Oh, let's be fair, end of the 8th, 9th, talking 9th round. Ronald Jones, fuck yeah, I'll take a chance on that. A lot of talk about Keyshawn Vaughn. And the funny thing is is that there's been a couple of people that have really started backing away from what they said about Keyshawn Vaughn. the couple of weeks right after he got drafted, and they're just like, yeah, Keyshawn Vaughn, he's going to win it. He's going to win it. And I was saying, pump the fucking brakes. Ronald Jones is still there. If you draft Ronald Jones, of course, you'd want to probably go after Keyshawn Vaughn. He should be the actual, you know, the eventual backup for him. But come on. Ronald Jones didn't lose that job. He didn't. Is he gonna lose maybe some receptions to Vaughn? Sure. But that 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 spot is Jones's to lose. Not Keyshawn Vaughn's not really Keyshawn Vaughn's to win. It's Ronald Jones to lose. Uh Matt Parita as the thirty as the thirty-eight, no. Um, Matt Parita is injured every single year. Uh, The guy to really own for Miami, in my opinion, is you're going to want to do Jordan Howard. Able to stay on the field a little bit more. Yeah, he had his concerns last year. Um, But, I mean, Breed has shown it year in and year out that he can't, he just can't do it. So, uh, you know, Breed is probably more of the upside type guy, but if I'm going to take, you know, super late. He's just kind of sitting around in the twelfth or what or whatnot, and I still need another running back. I'd probably take Jordan Howard before I'd ever take uh, uh, Matt Breida, Daryl Henderson outside of handcuffing with Acres. Um, you know, you're going to hear a lot with uh, oh, God Brown. Why am I brain farting on him now? Yeah, Malcolm Brown. Um, you're going to hear some talk about Malcolm Brown being the actual backup. um, And that, that could be all true or whatnot. But Cam Akers, you know, if you're getting Cam Akers that, that fucking late, do you really need to handcuff him? And the answer is really no. Um, but I think if you are going to handcuff it, it would be Daryl Henderson. But to each his own. If you don't want to handcuff Akers, that's fine with me. Uh, Tevin Coleman, I would definitely handcuff with uh, Raheem Mostert. I uh, should be able to get him super, super late this year. Alright, forty-one through forty-five is Jordan Howard, Tariq Cohen, Keyshawn Vaughn, JK Dobbins, Latavius Murray. We'll go through these we'll go through these lower ones here real quick. Jordan Howard, I'm okay with at 112. Tariq Cohen, fuck you. I just I'm not a Tariq Cohen guy. Keyshawn Vaughn, like I said, just maybe as a handcuff to Jones. I'm not gonna take him exclusively. Um, unless Jones is gone and Vaughn's just sitting there real super late, um, but if somebody's jumping up to grab him, eh, fuck it, let him go. Uh, Jk. Dobbins, I would definitely grab uh, as a late handcuff for. Um, uh, God, Mark Ingram. Sorry, it's been a long day, uh, which is fine. Latavius Murray, definitely, definitely, you're grabbing if you're the cream. What a cream, Alvin Kamara, owner. You definitely want to get yourself a piece of Latavius Murray. I uh, probably grab him a little bit higher, eight, seven, somewhere in there. Uh, forty-six through fifty. Wow, I really wrote these fucking wrong, didn't I? Fifty, fifty-one. <laughs> That's funny. Uh forty-six through fifty. Duke Johnson, Alexander Madison. Uh, actually, we'll just go through it. We'll just go through it from here. Uh, so Duke Johnson, yes, behind David Johnson, uh, handcuff only. Alexander Madison, handcuff. Uh, Rashad Penny, nope, not at all. Tony Pollard, yep, handcuff. Justin Jackson, uh, no, I'm backing away from Justin Jackson. Sorry, it's just not going to happen. He'll get some carries, but I'm not. I'm not doing this again. Um, I love Justin Jackson too, by the way. Uh Justice Hill? Nope. Nope. Don't bring in another fucking running back if you like if you like Justin Hill so much. Jamal Williams, no. Chase Edmonds, yes. Uh is a backup. Uh handcuff. Uh Devonta Freeman, no. Gus Edwards. Only if we see that he's gonna be the true backup and not J.K. Dobbins. It shouldn't happen because J.K. Dobbins was the higher pick. Uh, so I will pass Boston Scott. Yes, only really late only in PPR, full point PPR. Uh Nahim Hines, only a full point PPR. Carlos Hyde, handcuff Seattle to Chris Carson. Uh it should be I think he's actually going to be your handcuff most of the year. Um cuz they're going to have to try and work uh uh, uh Penny back in. So you're going to get hide all year as your backup. Zach Moss, handcuff. Ugh. Handcuff with Devin Singletary? No. Yeah, I mean, if you're a Singletary owner, if you're just dumb enough to draft them that high, you're going to want to jump on Zach Moss and have him. Otherwise, if Zach Moss is sitting there super late, you can take him as a one-off. Adrian Peterson, I'm going to pass. At some point, he's got to die. He's just got to die. Just like his grandfather You guys know who I'm talking about. You know who the grandfather is. Grandfather of running backs. Jesus Christ, he's Emmett Smith's dad at this point. Ah where were we? Jalen Samuels. Handcuff. Hmm. No, you know what? I'm gonna pass on Jalen Samuels. I think I'm passing on James. I think I'm passing on Samuels. Probably be Benny Snell, to be honest with you. Um, but I'm going to have to think about that one. Darwin Thompson. Kansas City, no. A.J. Dillon definitely is a handcuff. You could take as a one-off if he's getting him super late. Rykel Armstead, handcuff. Lamar Miller, no. Darrington Evans, handcuff. Malcolm Brown, eh, no. Not doing that. Geo Bernard. Definitely is a handcuff, definitely as a one-off, uh, super late. Especially if Mixon is held out, get him super late. You might be able to get a couple of weeks of Giovanni Bernard for absolutely nothing. And then when Mixon's ready to go, you can sell him to the Mixon owner or just hold him as an insurance policy. Royce Freeman, no. Antonio Gibson, he is under running backs here. Yes, one-off, upside. Uh Anthony McFarlane Super late upside uh speculation yes Joshua Kelly handcuffed to Eckler can he be used as a one off no um can you use him as as uh speculative yes he should be backing up Eckler uh Jalen Richard leaving him alone. Benny Snell, maybe. We'll get back to him. Damian Harris, no. Deion Lewis, no. If Saquon Barkley goes down, Deion Lewis will suck. Ito Smith, no. DeAndre Washington in Kansas City, no. Rex Burkhead, no. Peyton Barber, Washington, no. Jarek McKinnon, no. Patrick Laird, fuck no. Bryce Love, Washington, fuck no. Chris Thompson, Jacksonville. Intriguing. Defense isn't going to be all that good. Should be playing from behind. Can make it on the field, make Fournette stay miserable. But he's old and injury prone, so no. No. Dare Bawale, I hate to say it, I love you, Dare. But no, Mike Boone. No, Eno Benjamin. No, Crowell. No, La Michael P Ryan got taken over by fucking Frank Gore, fucking old ass. That's your grandpa, Grandpa Frank Gore took over. So guess what? Fucking a no. DJ Dallas in Seattle. Fuck you, Carlos Hyde. No. Jeff Wilson uh, but DJ Dells in Dynasty Leagues. Yes, you do definitely want to get yourself some DJ Dells. Uh, Jeff Wilson for San Francisco, no. Travion Williams, Cincinnati, no. We're getting into a lot of no's here. Let's talk about let's see if we got anybody interesting. Reggie Bonifon, Carolina, no. John Kelly, no. Bull Scarsborough, no. Stay the fuck away from Joel Scarsborough. He sucks. LaShawn McCoy, no, for now. Uh, Philly has been talking to him, so we'll see what happens there. Uh, Marshawn Lynch, no. Travis Homer, no. Frank Gore, no. Just let it go. JD McKissick, no. Corey Clement, resigned with Philadelphia, no. Uh, Juszczyk, uh Kyle for San Francisco, no. Kadre Allison, no. Brian Hill, no. Those are two Atlanta backs. We had the third up there with Edo Smith. Uh, if Todd Gurley goes down. It's pretty fucked. Okay, I'm not gonna mess with it. Maybe in DFS, but even in there, I'm not doing it. Uh, Raymond Calais, Calais, seventh round pick for Tampa. Uh, keep an eye on him. I think that's your. I this could actually be your more true uh, third down back right here. I do did like Calais a little bit. Uh, Buck Allen for <laughs> New York Giants, no Jordan Scarlett, no Wayne Gallman, no Michael Warren, no Kalen Balage, fuck no, Devin Zygbo, I like Zigbo, but no uh, Darrell Williams of Kansas City, no Samajay P. Ryan, Cincinnati, no Trey Edmonds, Pittsburgh, no TJ Yellen, Buffalo, no Jermichael Hastie, San Francisco, no Rodney Anderson of Cincinnati And that is no. That is what we have for the running backs, like I said. I will have another podcast out here uh, shortly after this one goes out today, and we will deal with some wide receivers. We'll do a little talk. We have a lot of wide receivers. Holy fuck, 135 wide receivers. I don't think we need to talk about them. I think we can handle it just like we did running backs. But that's it for now. I'll see you guys in the next one. Wide receivers. Peace.